Do you ever feel like nobody is listening to you in sporting life? Do you watch a team play and think that you could do it better, or that you could manage it better? Do you sit at home and wonder what the people in charge are actually doing? If you can relate to any of these feelings, then stop right there and celebrate, because you've found the perfect outlet to share your opinions and views, the Football Ranter Podcast. You Southern Shandy drinkers can get fucked as the North rules the Premier League. Go on, tell me otherwise, and that Astrid Bird best stick to OnlyFans as she knows jack about football. Is this how you feel about football? Do you love the North, but hate the South? Is Klopp an idiot? Would you drop kick pep? Do you dream of having hair like Arteta? Do West Ham fans remind you of orcs? Does Harry Kane spit a lot? Is the MLS a home for has-beens? If so then Football Ranter is your home. Listen up. This damn podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. We're talking mature themes and adult content here, so don't come crying to us if it offends your delicate sensibilities. Consider this your only warning. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Football Ranter Podcast. This is A-Bomb. Tonight, we're going to something a little bit special again. After the unrivaled success of Rantasia 1, we present Rantasia Mark 2. I know, happening again already. With me as always, I've got El Chapo. How are we, sir? Oh, mate, having a wonderful time today. Thank you. Thank you to all the listeners, by the way. So, do you know what? Before we get into this, before we get into this, remember everybody is an over-18s, blah, 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 blah. You know the score. Um so, so just a just a real, real quick one. I, I actually had I've got to share with you. I had an email kind of come through from from a buddy of mine that turned around and said he was laughing so hard over the vat of shit, the diarrhea element we was chatting about, that he actually crashed his car. So, so I got. I thought, look, this is you know, this is a mature adult. This is like you know, we're we're, we're going hardcore today. We're going to go fast at you. So if you're driving. Pay attention to the road. Maybe listen to something else. You know why you're doing that. But but yes, I thought I'd share that with everybody. We are four episodes in, and a car crash. Five. Why well, yeah, five now. Five now. <laughs> and as always, we couldn't be doing this show without him. Producer Doctor Q, how are we today? My man, the hero. You're right. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, amazing. As you can see, Q is. Can't wait to get Rantasia Mark II out, up and running, as you can tell. Um, after, you know, full disclosure, we've had a few warnings beforehand from Dr. Q. So, um, you know, certain areas we might not venture into tonight. But I don't know about you, old chap, I'm not making any promises. I'm not holding back. I don't care what Dr. Q said. You don't own me. We're going to get at it. Don't worry about that. You know, this will be sorted. So, yeah, we're going, we're going to go two-footed, sliding in, taking it out. It's Rantasia. That's what this is all about. We need so, to uh, listen, before... What's that? We nearly killed someone. Apparently so. Yeah, apparently so. I don't know. I mean, like that's fantastic notori- news. Notoriety-wise, that's that's not bad, is it? I mean, what, there's I only it. one step further than that, really. Well, the question the question has to be is why the fuck are you actually messaging me from a car crash listening to my podcast? You know, when I've got my amazing guys here doing it, don't fucking text while you're in the car. You know, behave yourself. Back <laughs> off. Back off with that. Come on. And if, if, I mean, interestingly if, enough, if you are going to do it. Do it whilst you're listening to our podcast so that 
you know, we can have notoriety of your death. <laughs> or even better, do it while you're phoning in to give us a rent. That would yeah. be even better. There we go. Why, why not? So if you are driving and laughing, do do just give us a little call on our WhatsApp number, which you can find the links. Leave us a voice message just before you crash. That would be spot on if you can. We can't get concussion from a phone call. You know, flames yeah. don't come down the line. I'm I'm all right with that. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So listen on the on the on the um, subject of you receiving a little bit of mail about someone crashing their car. I received an interesting message this week from a listener, and all it said was two words: "Marmite piss." <laughs> it's spreading. I mean, I don't. I literally hope, I hope it's not. not spreading. But yeah. this, you know, no word of light in my WhatsApp this week. I had someone just sent me the two words: "Marmite piss." Um, again, I, I thought that that would be a one-off, but it, it's two times that that has come up in conversation. So, um, as we said at the time, starting a hashtag Marmite Piss, it has seemed to have taken off somewhat. But, um, awesome. yeah, just wanted to share that with you. So, you've got someone crashing the car, I've got someone sending me Marmite Piss. That's what we like. What are you thinking, Q? Is it? Is it? <laughs> That's right. That is brilliant. Yeah. Just, you know, whilst it, was he crashing a car whilst having the Marmite piss, you know, doing that discharge? I don't know. You know, I mean, I can't confirm it was the same person. Right. To be fair. <laughs> or, I mean, if it was, I mean, that's even more impressive. But, um, or that person just really wants to be involved. But I, I'm not quite sure. I did, so, I did, anyway, go on. Let's get Fantasia it. 2, fast pace. That's what we said. Come on. Let's talk about. So, tonight. I've got quite a lot to cover. I don't think I'm going to cover it all in this episode, but I want to go to the person who's the most enthusiastic about this episode, and that is Dr. Q. What have you got for us, first of all, tonight? Okay. Well, as you know, I'm a big fan of hashtag insert name here out. And this weekend, for those of you who follow the football, who I would think most of you do, otherwise I'm not really sure what the fuck you're listening to. But obviously we know that, um, Chelsea did not have a good weekend and lost to the, uh, the old Tricky Trees, Nottingham Forest. And uh, I've got, I mean, there is nothing quite like Chelsea or United fans to really turn up the volume on just completely unreasonable banter. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll start it low down. I've got a few here. So United is better. Well, sorry, this is from Aluta. Well, Aluta is his name, but. His tag is underscore end underscore times. So I don't, he's obviously making some predictions about the future that hopefully, you know, he's not quite right about. But he <laughs> says, United is better than Chelsea 100 times, dot, 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 hashtag potch out. I, I mean, they are, but <laughs> fair no, enough. I think that's been proven. Fair enough. So we won't, we won't dwell on, on, on him. But, got another one and this is from god's will e dot abba <laughs> yeah just just take a moment there because god's will i don't know what he left to jesus after he died but i'm pretty sure it was nails and some wood anyway he's just said just shut the fuck up and win potch out soon if you don't fix up now that sounds a lot like a threat and it I, does a bit, especially if, especially if that's God's will is is saying that. I don't want a threat from God's will or anyone else's no. will or anyone else's God. I don't want threats no. from any of these entities. And it, the thing is, just shut the fuck up and win. How are they supposed to do that? His team talk would be pretty fucking silent, wouldn't it? I mean, you know, no, Poch, shut up, be quiet. Right, what are we doing? <laughs> We're winning. 
Nobody yeah. fucking knows. Excellent. I've got a, I've got a, a, I've got a, a feeling that that was pretty much Jose Mourinho's team talks. Shut up and win, or along those lines. Wow. Or else you're going to get shouted at uh, in front of the cameras. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they'd be, I think they'd be happy to see Mourinho come back right now. But this is the unrealistic side of it. So you've got RJ Cafu, who. Reese James Cafu? I don't know what exactly he is. I don't know whether... It's... Is he an Egyptian god? He's he is not a god of any kind. I'm going to go that far and say that. But he says, exactly, our manager is a pussy whore, scared to take risks. Potch out. A pussy whore? Yeah, which... I mean, that's probably the worst kind of whore, to be fair. Well... I mean, well, I guess yeah. if you are going to put two together, they would be... Uh, the two they would be the two and the last one for hashtag potch out another and this is from Doric Galbrassi <laughs> that's right <laughs> sounds like an Eastern European prisoner of war another empty words from potch he is a very big balloon I am now sure of this potch is even worse coach than Lampard Lampard's team won the European Champions League didn't this loser will never win a European Champions League in his lifetime. Potch out. I I mean, a couple of things to, to, to unpack there. One, he's a big balloon. Yeah. Don't really know what to do with that. Um, no. where, where do we go with a big balloon? I, I don't even know what to say. I've never heard anyone be referenced as a big balloon unless they were actually a big balloon. Scientifically, biologically, we're kind of all big balloons, but... I don't. Very true. I don't think that's as deep as what Doric Gablowski is uh, is going on this one. Is it? I'm now sure of this. Poch is even worse coach than Lampard. Well, let's let's take a moment to digest that. Okay, moment done. What a cunt! What 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 is he even on about? How can he seriously be a Chelsea fan and say that Pochettino is a worse coach than Lampard? But he might have only been a Chelsea fan since last season, halfway through. Maybe. I think he's only been a Chelsea fan for 20 fucking minutes. I mean, yeah, possibly. Doruk may have only just got back from the Ukrainian war. I don't know what's going on with him. He seems like he might have had a bag on the head. I don't. Maybe some things have happened to Doruk in his life that maybe I should cut him some slack. I'm not going to because no. I, I think even his mother turns his pictures around. But. Yeah. I have no idea what he's on about. And this is the general theme of the sort of Chelsea hashtag potch out that I have found this week. Is that that? Fantastic. That's like that Astrid bird, isn't it? So she's got a head like one of them fucking bobble things and uh, a body of like a seven-year-old, which is interesting. Which actually moves. She's um, gone. saying that, right? She's doing some sort of boxing stuff at the moment. I thought you might enjoy that. So she's doing some boxing stuff against some sort of YouTuber or TikToker and trying to raise some money. So I thought El Chapo, if anyone's interested in actually doing some boxing, I thought it may well be you. Right, unless, so, it's, uh, unless it's a fucking under sevens boxing match, she's going to be, um, like, she's going to just be broken. She honestly has the child of the hips of a, 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 a sort of eight-year-old. But anyway. Yeah, talk, hips, hips don't lie, though. Exactly. Yeah, apparently so. But talking of um, consent, um, so it's obviously, uh, we've seen that Mason Greenwood has now been uh, released. And so I got a little tweet from Mandem Greenwood. Um, you know, on the uh, the old Twitters. Mason Greenwood leaves Manchester United by mutual consent. He had to ask his lawyer what consent meant. 
Love it. Love that. So I've seen um. What about this Mason Greenwood thing? Is like I don't think it was I'm, mutual I'm, either, was it? No, I mean I was I was yeah. trying to swiftly move through that if you hadn't noticed. <laughs> Because I didn't want to open that can of worms, and I was doing it for your benefit, Dots Q. Um, but just to mark off, we have covered in the first ten minutes both consent, sexual wise, and religion. So uh, we're off to a flyer. Um, I did also see somewhere that um, I've got two two um, things that I found this week that are um, linked to what you just two spoke about. So the Mason Greenwood thing. I saw a quote from the um, the Saudi teams saying they didn't want to sign Greenwood because it would affect their reputation. <laughs> which I thought was quite, <laughs> which I thought was quite rich. Um, genuine quote, you know, the, um, they were advised not to go down that route. <laughs> wow. Enough saying. And then this was, a, I think, a, a fantastic one. Again, it was a Chelsea-related one. Uh, most of you will probably know Matt Law, very respected journalist, does a lot of stuff on Twitter, quite accurate with his stuff. And, and he released this thing that is evidently, 100% God's honest truth. Todd Bowley wanted to buy David Fafana from Union Berlin on transfer deadline day and even had a 45 million bid ready. But he had to be informed by Pochettino that Fafana was on loan to the German team from Chelsea. <laughs> True story. Oh, no. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the person who owns Chelsea, does not know who he bought. Only in January, apparently, as well. Chelsea. <laughs> he wanted to buy him again. Chelsea, which is essentially... You know, sporting human trafficking. <laughs> yeah, let's add that in as well, human um, trafficking. I mean, let's face it, Chelsea takes the same approach to how Madonna adopts children, which was just wandering around Africa with a massive net. Very very yeah. much like the child snatcher in um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to take you slightly different, right? And this is from at JW under underscore WWFC. Clubs I respect. Man City, Blackburn Rovers, Sunderland, Lincoln Town, Ipswich Town, Berry, Rochdale, Oldham Athletic. But clubs... Who are, Link who are Lincoln Town, by the way? <laughs> Lincoln City. My, my apologies. <laughs> Jesus, I'm bloody hell. The thought police are out today. Clubs that can <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, Arsenal, Newcastle United, Shrewsbury Town, Middlesbrough, AFC Bournemouth, Fulham, Norwich, West Bromwich Albion, Wigham Athletic, in my opinion. Just quickly, did Billy Joel write this? I, I don't know. I have no idea, mate. I, I have no idea. <laughs> so he's a Wigham Wanderers fan, I'm assuming. I believe so. Yeah. It's the only team that he didn't name, basically. Does he, does he or he might be Wolverhampton Wanderers, but it, yeah. I... Does he give any reasoning for either? No, just putting it out there. Let's just feel it. And, and look, there's, there's an even better one for you. Mr. Ryan Peck um, was replying to David Jarvis and Canary Yellow 96. Fuck off, Mr. Tumnus. And right. I didn't even know he played football. I didn't even know. But fuck <laughs> off, Mr. Tumnus. I mean, that's an interesting one. That's a lot. Of t I'm sure he must have missed a couple of teams off that list. <laughs> There's a whole load we could we could miss off of there, but fuck off, Mr. Tumnus. That's what I think. Um, from um, <laughs> but here's one from Luke Winchester, right? So if anybody gets a chance to have a look at Luke Winchester, oh my god! If you ever want to see a fucking meme like that, like, or oh, sorry, his his avatar is the biggest bell end avatar. So Luke Winchester, right? He says, "Fuck off, League One." You'll. You You've been full of shitty little clubs. 
Your referees are some of the worst I've ever seen, and I hope never to see Ipswich Town Football Club in your rotten, stinking division for the rest of my life. Wow. What was his name? Luke Winchester, 96 years old. That's it, yeah. Luke Winchester, yeah. I don't think he's 96 years old, but he does look like a total bellend, I have to say. That's brutal. Strong start, strong start. So listen, boys, I'm going to give you options tonight about where you want to go, first of all. Wow. um, Not in the words of Mason Greenwood. Well, I think we covered him. I don't really want to go into mutual consent territory once more. I think we've done what we need to do with with that certain individual. Um, I'm going to give you, first of all, the choice out of three things. I'm going to give you the choice of Colchester United, Rotherham United, or our friend Steve Evans. Jesus, that's a dog shit sandwich, isn't it? Gotta be Colchester. It's gotta be Colchester United. Yeah, we go in there. Yeah, mate. right. So for those who don't know about Colchester United, currently towards the bottom of League Two. Um, being from Essex myself, I was always on the preference of South End. So by nature, I'm not a Colchester United lover or fan. Um, but I've got a few tweets around Colchester United, and also a very long rant. If you don't mind me going into this one, so. Um, First of the one with the Colchester United was was something that quite amused me. Um, as a South End, this is from sorry, this is from Steve Cooper. It was S O S for Steve. <laughs> Not quite sure about that one. S O S for Steve. He must be in trouble. Um, as a South End United fan, I find it desperately sad to see Colchester United bottom of League Two. Oh wait. That's not right. I think it's fucking hilarious. Lots of laughy, 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 as you would expect from a rival. No problem at all. Also from Eddie, who is Articulate Eddie, by the way, just by his name, which is quite a decent one, I think. Good to see some fans in the stadium watching Colchester United. Must have been a shock for the players. Which is quite good. <laughs> and there's also um, there's this guy who's um, who's pretty good on, on Twitter, if you do follow Colchester United, which, to be fair, not many people do by the look of it. He is um, he goes by the name of Colchester United fan, <laughs> the only one I think, and he is John underscore C U F C, and he is referring this this one really made me laugh, and it will come apparent why he's referring to a Colchester right back called Junior Chamedu, who has said get him out of the club and get the money joke of a player Cole you. I sit in on he's got really bad writing by the way. I side it on Saturday. He was not good enough, and how. After this, get him out. And just to point out that um, Junior Tomato made a move on deadline day to Championship Club Stoke. So I don't think he could have been that bad, seeing as he got upgraded by two divisions. So um, well, he got his wish. I haven't. <laughs> he got his wish, um, and I hadn't seen John CUFC Colchester United fans' reaction to that. But there was also. Uh, a nice rant that come in. Now, the person who sent it in was actually Cole U Warrior, but the, the warrior had uh, uh, the letters, the, the number zero rather than O in, in the title. Um, so get comfortable. Don't even get me started on Colchester United. What a roller coaster of disappointment and frustration they've been over the years. I mean, seriously, it's like they have a special talent for snatching any resemblance of happiness in, in people's lives. First of all, let's talk about their so-called performance on the field. It's as if players have a secret competition going on to see who can make the most boneheaded mistakes in a single match. I've seen Sunday league teams with more coordination skill than this bunch. And don't even get me started on their defence. It's like they've never heard of the concept of marking a player or, heaven forbid, actually tackling someone. The fans, bless their hearts. 
for sticking by the team through thick and thin. But honestly, I have to question their sanity sometimes. It takes a special kind of dedication to keep showing up and cheering for a team that seems determined to let them down week after week. But I guess misery loves company. I thought you could relate to that, Dr. Q, when I, I read that you, bit. That's a Q one straight up. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I mean, even though, obviously, we all know that I believe football is about collective misery. Yes. This guy is of the false understanding that he knows better. Which he doesn't, clearly. No, he doesn't know anything. He's, I, I mean, I'd be very surprised if he didn't have to get somebody to write it for him. But it's, he doesn't, this is what I mean about football fans. This is like, it's just. Q, this, question for you, Q. Do you think he's medicated or not medicated? That's a tough one. And in the in the grand scheme of names for for TV quizzes that I would watch, that is uh, that's got to be up there. <laughs> what a quiz show! Medicated or not medicated? I think we've just come up with an idea here, boys. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are at, at like fucking Broadmoor. Broadmoor, yeah. Is he medicated or not medicated? I don't know. Yeah. He's writing his own name and shit on the wall, so you get. This it. is Johnny the yeah. Knife. Yeah. yeah, is he a medicated or be a Colchester fan? Yeah, I. It's just, it's just miserable, and that's fine. Listen, I can live with miserable. I, it's, it's, everybody's got given right to be miserable. It's one of them things. A bit like when you know you see a ticket inspector on a train, and if he doesn't. Whoa, really... whoa, 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 whoa! You fucking choose to be a ticket inspector on a train. Get fucked. That guy has got a small penis. And a fucking small uh, and one of them like small people syndrome, right? I am having that. See, I, I see it I, in polyester. I, they can get fucked as well. I see it from the other side. See, this isn't America. You're not dead, are you? No. <laughs> I see it from the side of the fact that this isn't America. We don't have to do this crazy level of of customer service. If you don't like your job. And you're smiling away like an absolute fucking psychopath, and like, have a nice day. You are either a fucking idiot or a total liar. And I'm more than happy for someone to just not, as long as they're not rude to me. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care. They want to be miserable. I'm, I'm more than happy for everyone to be miserable. I think it's the right. No, nobody ever in their fucking right mind, right, of whatever's going on in their, like, little world that they feel is so important, has ever turned around and said, United Kingdom, amazing customer service. Never. It's never happened. We're too fucking miserable for that. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, so it should be. <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, I, <laughs> when someone says to me, you know, with a big grin, serving me some fries, have a nice day, all I think is, you don't mean that. Yeah. I can literally walk out of this door and get hit by a car, and you'd be like, "All right." Yeah, you'd be like, "He was listening to that podcast." Yeah, he, he probably <laughs> he probably won't finish them fries. Yeah, but yeah, it's... I had to go, I had to walk all the way across the car park to that fucking parking spot to give him them fries, and he goes and gets himself killed listening to a podcast. Yeah, exactly. What a useless bastard. Yeah, but going back to um, the Colchester fan. <laughs> and I use that. Back. I use that term loosely. Very loosely, I'd say. Yeah, I don't think he's a Colchester fan. I I don't think either. I think he might be a South End. I think he might be a South End fan because I think. See, the thing is with lower league football, is that 
if your team isn't doing so well or you don't have the like massive following, a lot of them don't pipe up on social media. No. Like there's because basically they would stand out because there's only five of them in the stands. This is it. I get the feeling that see that's the other thing is that you know be a shit pitch invasion if they go up. You know what? what? (laughs) Yeah. Well, they'd all come back then. They'd all come back then. I don't. I don't. You know, like I said, I think it's perfectly fine for anybody to be miserable if they want to be. But what I don't think is good is imparting misery onto others. That's not all right. That's as bad as religion, but it's essentially that is a description of religion. But it's you know to actually seek out someone else's team and go, "I'm going to tell you how shit you are." I'd find that very odd. And the irony of this, all right, is that at the weekend, Colchester were up against Gillingham. Gillingham had won all their games at the start of the league, top of the league. Colchester rock bottom. Mm. Colchester won. Yeah, well, there none, you of go. Them, none of none of them were around then. That's None that, of them are around. That's why you don't gloat about football. That's, you know, it's it's less than one. And, and there, you know, I would say probably 98% of fans don't follow that. It's like, oh, we're going to give it a big one because we won. Yeah, but, you you know, you're, you're probably going to lose within the next two games. So there really is no point in doing that. Be happy about it, you know. But, like, yeah, you know, giving it the big the one someone else's fans. <laughs> don't get it. No. I'm, 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 I don't either. I'm so, Dr. Q, what else we got this evening? Well, also on the list of uh, <laughs> unhappy fans this week. On the Q list. <laughs> it's Manchester United. Oh, oh. Really? Yeah. Can't think why. Well, obviously, Manchester United lost yesterday um, in a stoppage time winner from uh, the Emirates, which uh, me... And El Chapo went to, which I've got to say, yeah, it was um, it was an entertaining watch. It was. Um, so here we go. Now, obviously, we know that in the last twenty four hours, Jaden Sancho has piped up with a few things to say after uh, Eric Ten Hag says that he doesn't apply himself in training. To which Sancho is supposed to have replied, "Like, yes, I fucking do." Um, yeah. It all sounds a bit of a mess. So, I read between the lines, which both said, fuck you, Ten Hag. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Now, this is from Vamos Legendary. Oh, that's let's right. Let's go. Take, take that in for a second time. Vamos Legendary. So, yeah. justice for Sancho. Like he's one of the. Yeah, like he's one of the. He's not Nelson fucking Mandela. Like he's not, <laughs> yeah. not one of the Guildford Four. <laughs> <laughs> Hell. Yeah. He's, he's probably more Bader Meinhof, but that's that that sort of splitting hairs. And we we'll go back to the Germanic Pete. Sorry, Q. Continue on, my friend. Justice for Sancho, mistreated by Eric Ten Hag, like he did the same with Ronaldo and De Gea. Oh, no. back to that shit again. Yeah. Ronaldo shit again. Fuck off. This is this, but this last line is the bit that gets me. No more nepotism in football and United. Nepotism? I'm, I'm not sure Vamos Legendary... Knows what that means. Knows what nepotism means. No, I'm pretty sure he doesn't. I I think he thinks it's an ice cream. <laughs> That's Neapolitan, Vamos. I've got a theory. What's his name? Vamos Legendary. Yeah. 
I think that's Mikel Arteta. <laughs> well, his profile picture is Jaden Sancho. Which it's is definitely Mikel Arteta. Watch Arsenal make a bid for Sancho for five million in January. It's yeah. just very it's a very unusual thing to do and say. <laughs> so yesterday there was also a uh, decision of an offside on about eighty seven minutes where United had a goal ruled out. Now, oh, was that when the um, South America Michael Jackson tried to score? Uh, no, it was. I thought it was the um, the new lad. What Garnacho? Garnacho? No. no, was it? Yeah, the offside was Garnacho. Oh, I thought it was Rasmus Hoyland. Doesn't really matter. It doesn't apply to this tweet. But <laughs> is it? So this guy's name is essay writer and assignment. Like, oh, okay, brilliant. Okay. Wonder what he does for a living. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a postman. Um, you don't want to sit next to that fucker at a Christmas party, do you? No. What do you do? I write essays for a living pal. Yeah, I mean, you know, which could be an interesting job, but I sense I sense he doesn't write essays for a living. I you think so. Uh, Who would, to be fair? I sense he's barely fucking literate. So what he says is, we need a 360-degree view of how the dis- decision was made. This is how we can be sure the ruling is not biased. What's he want? Fucking virtual reality glasses at VAR. I mean, they're just a bunch of pissed up fucking white boys with bald heads that are making an absolute fortune. Uh, uh, sort of like a little cartel for PGMOL. So well, that. yeah, but the thing is, is that VAR, when it comes to things like offside and goal line technology, is is a statement of fact. You know, it's measured to the millimetre. Yeah. So... It's not like a penalty decision or a red card decision, which is still an opinion, like yeah. even if it's amongst... This is... There is a very direct red line that goes across, is, is measured out because it's electronically done on the field, and yet people still think that somehow there's something against them when it's like, no, it's a computer. It, it, a, it knows more than you. B, it measures things like to the millimetre. Like, you know, if this guy had a pube offside, it would say it's fucking offside. This is the thing that makes me have to mind. Like, it's, you know, I, I get the frustration, but like you just said, it's facts. But it is literally, it's facts. I don't get the frustration. If it's a statement of fact, then what? what is no, there? I get the frustration that it was offside, that they think they got the winner in that. But like you said, they, they shouldn't doubt it. It's like Ten Hag after... Having a go. It wasn't offside. Yes, it was, Eric. It was offside. It's been proven. This is what I mean. This is where like this it becomes like delusion. It where it becomes a thing of like, oh, I'm not sure it was offside. What what, what, what do you mean you're not sure? Like what, what are you not sure about? What 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 part of this is like it's there's a clear picture, there's a slow motion, there's a still footage frame with the line that goes directly across the pitch. And like I said, it is measured at the sides of the pitch by electronic sensor, like there is no, there's no, maybe it's not offside. It's like, it's, it's, it's like, it can't be any more factual. Uh, by the way, like Gabriel like, doing his best smooth criminal impression and, on that and still like, was well, pretty cool. By the uh, way, you've not seen that. We still won though. Yeah, that's true. I've got one for you, though. I've got a little cheeky one for you I'm going to bring in. It's Era, it's Era Lad. E-A-I. 
E E I R E L A D at uh, Era Lad Dub. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it was um, a little comment by our Pep Guardiola. He says, everyone complains about Saudi Arabia. But when, <laughs> but when Saudi Arabia, I've just read his thing here, this is making me laugh. But when Saudi Arabia knocks on the door, all the European clubs open the door. They say, what do you want, my friend? I'll sell everything. So happy. Ah, complain for everything, but everything opens the door. Right, that's cryptic in its own fucking right. But Ira Lad turns around and says, he's corrupted football. Fuck off, Pep. Nobody cares what you have to say. In response, a guy called Denzel Huck, I kid you not, football literally ruins your life. Fuck off, right? And then Viv underscore Savage says, football can fuck off. And I think there we have it. I think there, like Viv, Denzel... And uh, Ira Lad has just just absolutely summed up this program in three fucking tweets. Yeah, that they got football right across the board there. <laughs> yeah, generalised it quite a bit. I think football <laughs> literally back. ruins your life. Fuck off. Can you, just, <laughs> sorry, can, you, can you just say that Pep? What Pep said again? Okay, yeah, I'll try and put it through the Pep translator because this is very cryptic and and, and no, sort so of just say, translator. Just say it as as it reads. Hello. Okay, everybody complains about Saudi Arabia. But when Saudi Arabia knocks on the door, all European clubs open the door. They say, what do you want, my friend? I'll sell everything. So happy. Ah, complain for everything, but everyone opens the door. When did he write this? Fucking... 1674. <laughs> it is, it is well, a... To be fair, he's been he's been he's been off, he? he's had an operation, so he's had a bit of time to think. Possibly. Maybe that's what it's been. He's been reading a whole load of Chaucer by the looks of it. He's been reading uh, the fucking yeah. old testament by the sound of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not quite sure he wrote that. Nah, well he probably It looks it. more like the bloke who's taken his place on the bench. You've seen the old guy who now is on the city yeah. bench. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he could have wrote that. Yeah, well when he was when he was fifteen. And end up nailed to the bench. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. How very Jesuit probably. of him. Um <laughs> so, I thought it was very interesting. But the other one, of course, is I'm gonna I'm gonna gently, gently segue back, right? Segue back to uh Marmite Piss. They um, never say. They say never go back, Chapo. No, no, mate. This one I'm doing. So it's actually. And to be fair, I did read it somewhere this week that it said specifically never go back to Marmite Piss. Oh, there we go. There we go. So and this has got 4.5 million views. Marmite Piss. Well, no, no, no. It's not Marmite Piss, but it's 4.5. It's in. It's in. Just, just before you start, on, I mate. just want to set a scene for the the listeners. I know you probably don't know what Doctor Q looks like, but his face right now. Says all manner of word no, but we're going to go there again. Apparently, Gary Lineker is from our very own blue tits. Gary Lineker himself, blue that, tit. That Rabona from Bruno was so good it gave me a boner, which is quite something at my age, right? So that was oh come on, that's not Lineker. That was when he got hacked, surely. Hang on, hang on. But the best one is is a guy called CFC Flutie, right? <laughs> Don't believe you, Gary. Take a pick. <laughs> and then, then a guy called Brazil Football says, that says, my eight-year-old son follows your page, dot, dot, dot. And then another guy called um, 
Matt Davis comes in and says, why would you ever let your eight-year-old on Twitter or any social media? I mean, all valid points, I think. <laughs> Gave me a boner. Well, there you go. But I like to think Gary Lineker would say that, but I'm doubting it, to be fair. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't actually, um, it, do, it goes a little bit further, actually, in one of Celebrity Magazine, put up by Sven United. Um, it says, bone to pick, Gary Lineker, Gary Lineker's face used in dodgy ad- adverts for men suffering from erectile dysfunction. And Sven United say, fair to say it's working, Gary. <laughs> when you say Sven United, is this Sven Goran Eriksson's new team, and is he is he in problems in that department right now? At Sven United, uh, mate, I, I don't know, I don't know. But poor Gary's having real problems right now. He's having a lot of problems. Is what what we uh, what we're gonna go? It didn't He's Pele? Didn't Pele did it? Pele, Pele did it. Yeah, he done it for a little yeah. while. I'm, he was like he, eighty when he done it. He probably couldn't raise a fucking smile, let alone anything else. <laughs> To be fair, if that's your biggest concern when you're that age, he's he done all right. It means he was all right up until then. To well, be fair. He, he was, he's, pro- he's probably even today fucking better than after Brazil squad. Oh, we're talking about football or between the sheets? Or, I, I was talking about football. Both. Oh, all right. I, I just went off topic a little bit then because Steve was talking about something else. Um, listen, I want to bring, I, I was, I gave you options before, but I actually want to talk about Everton. For a couple of minutes, if that's oh, all right, mate, yeah. mate, you need a lot more than a couple of minutes. We're going to talk probably, about probably. So, um, Everton, Twi- Everton X. I'm going to try and get used to calling Twitter X. Everton X has given me a lot of fun this week. Um, and you know, even they got their first goals and their first points at the weekend, so um, fair dues to them. But this was kind of even before the game, so there's it starts off quite, quite relatively okay. So Michael Keane in it. Oh, sorry, this is from PED seven, seventh in, in line of the PED throne, um, quite high up. So you know it could happen in our lifetime. Michael Keane is Everton in a nutshell, a bang average defender that we overpaid for, consistently poor, and six years later still plays week in week out, even after the same manager dropped him for the most important four games of last season. It's the replies that I like though. It's like this is painfully accurate. Um, Dice persisting with him could cost both of them their jobs. Not quite sure how it would cost both of them. Um, there's a, I think this was this was around the Villa game. Some Q, I'm, I'm certain you watched this one. It says there's a guy called Steve, Steve Williams, not Steve, Steve Williams, S T E. Head, I'm in Crete watching the game and I'm sat with a load of Villa fans in my Everton shirt. And I was a once proud blue and I have been going to Goodison. And then he, he doesn't write very well. He goes, I have been going Goodison season ticket mainstand for years, but I have to say, for the first time ever, I feel like a sad twat. What the hell is Everton doing? So that's fairly standard, fairly soft to expect really? to kind of hear. For the first time ever, really? Exactly. So there's also, it goes a little bit, little bit, little bit worse after a while. So um, Sam Avery, blue tick, Sam underscore Avery. Everton's first few games of the season are like getting back with your ex and slowly realising why you left the jury fucking dullard in the first place. <laughs> um, underscore power man says, but I bet the minge was nice. Wow. <laughs> to that. So which, surprisingly, he got about looking at, looking, looking at the save tweet, 700 likes. Thanks for that one. Um, wow. Sensei Carl 
I can't confirm whether he is an actual sensei. I like that. Um, he like goes it. by the name Sensei Carl underscore. Everton are the worst football club on the planet. I don't see who could possibly be worse. Perpetual misery. And then underscore, there's a guy called under the in the comments. There's a there's a comment from a guy called Chris Simpson Blue Tick. I'm literally a Leeds United fan, which I quite loved, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. Um Andre Kontelskis Jr. I cannot confirm if it is the actual Andre Kontelskis Jr. at AA Kontelskis. Should Everton should open up a business and hire a therapist for the for Everton fans. Would make a serious bank. Spare partners and children here in all the agony we go through week in, week out. Um, there's also one from the comedian Steve O'Timothy. I don't know if you ever worked, watched him. So Steve O'Timothy, he's he's fantastic actually. So you do check him out. He's put Everton are always clinical in the box, clinical depression. <laughs> and I will end it right there. Everton fans are loving life right now. I mean, they got a couple of goals at the weekend. I mean, um, Jordan Pickford scored a good one as well. What do we think about Everton right now and their poor fans? It's, I've been it, there. I've been it's, there. It's hard for them, isn't it? It's hard. I listened to that game and they sounded absolutely terrible. I, I, I watched it and it was... i tell you what it reminded me of. A Charles Dickens novel. <laughs> you tell. Well, so Pedro well, wrote it, did he? No, it just didn't... In, like an industrial revolution misery sort of thing. And with Sheffield United being involved as well, you know, the, the steel town, it yeah. just, I mean, the thing, the whole thing was just fucking awful. And like, not to the point where you're watching it going, I don't like these clubs. I, you know, I do. They're both honest clubs. They're clubs steeped in history as well. But they are not good. And they've got Sheffield United's a bit different because it's a case of you know they've only just come up. Well, they've only just come up and they they've not spent through the nose. They've you know the well yeah, but the, the shit for a reason. You know it's not it's not through poor management. They're not looking to. I think they're looking more to keep a safe house financially, and that's really to be honest that makes a lot of sense. But with Everton. It's a thing of, and like I said, I've been here. I've, I've been here with Villa where you can't circle the plug hole that many times and you get away with it. You can't circle the plug hole. Are we going back to diarrhea again? Is that, well, is that like, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit worried about it. You can't circle the plug hole, Q. To be, sake, honest, to be honest, <laughs> diarrhea is fucking pretty much what they're serving up right now. And it's, I feel sorry for Everton fans, <laughs> but at the same time... Yeah, I mean, at the same time, now, I mean, you know, it's you can't keep repeating the same thing over and over again. They're probably well, gonna, thought... have, they're probably gonna have to fire him. They're not gonna have much choice in the end. But who would go there, though? I mean, that's the that's the problem I think they've got at the moment. They can't. They tried with Benitez for instance, Ancelotti didn't really work out of either. Obviously, Ancelotti just spent a load of money and didn't get nowhere. Who would really, honestly, go there at the moment in what they're at? You know, try and pick up one of the people doing all right in Spain, maybe or France. I if... We'd do it. Would we do it? We'd take on that job. No, I don't even think I would. would yeah. Oh, come on. We'd do that. I've seen what their fans are going through. I wouldn't want to add to that. I don't want to add to any suicide stuff. <laughs> would, I have to, would I have to live in Liverpool? No, of course you would. Of course you would. Well, I might do them. 
You could do it. You could do it real life. But listen, guys, I've got one for you, and mm. and and it's it's an age old uh, question. It's a football question that comes up a lot, and it's a guy called Ben Holden, and it's at Ben Holden zero 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 four eight six six. Very Whoa. catchy little handle. He said, "Right, let's clean this football mess up. Who actually fucking buys half and half scarves? Embarrassing. Oh, don't <laughs> get me started on that shit." <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing. Either support one team, one scarf, or fuck off lightly. I mean, I I can start. I, I don't. I literally think half and half scarves will be the death of football. Yeah. One day, like people who buy them just annoy me straight away. I think you're a tosser you when I see be, someone having a half and half scarf. You should be fucking garroted. Like honestly, right. the. the and, and you should you should be free of prosecution when you do it. Get that scarf, twist it in a tourniquet, strangle the fuckers. That's what I'm thinking. Half and half, my ass. Q thoughts? Half and half scarves? I mean, it's only ever one time when it's acceptable. When it's on fire. When you surely a European burning... Cup final or something like that. When you're in neutral. When it's a fire, uh, that's about it. Ring of fire around your neck. That's the only time you can have a half a half scarf. Um, if Say, for example, you and your partners support different teams and you go to the ground to see that game right. and you buy it as a thing between you. You don't fucking wear it. You don't like you never you don't put it on, but you keep it as like a memento of the day. I I can say, all right, but really, does does football need its existence at all? Not really. No, mate, come on. No, you don't you don't need it. That's like I'll try yeah, that whole thing, the analogy with your partner you don't wear it and all that. That's like hiding your brazzers login. Like I'm telling you that. Yeah, but, like, but we, we have disagreement about wearing football shirts. You know, I think it's for women and twelve year olds. Yeah. And I wouldn't I wouldn't wear a I wouldn't wear a football shirt to a ground. I just I find it mad, but I don't know whether it's when I first started watching football, like Late 80s, early 90s, you, you specifically, you did but, not wear your on. shirt to the ground. Yeah, but hang on, hang on. Yeah, you don't get a fucking half shirt, do you? You don't go, oh, look, it's Man United versus. In fact, in fact let, let me just think back. Since when did fucking Man United get a, a Newcastle United top for a way? Like, what the fuck? They, yeah, that was weird. It's a horrible kit, that. I mean, I thought Arsenal's away kit this season was pretty bad, but I think Man United just about tops that. Yeah. They look like Notts County. Yeah. Evidently, evidently, if you're colorblind, you couldn't really see what was what yesterday. Apparently, I read that. I mean, right. I don't really, you know, they were saying that Man United and Arsenal's kits yesterday, if you were colorblind, both looked the same. I, I, I mean, I can't comment on that. I mean, if you actually, but, um, blind, you probably couldn't see anything. I can fucking, yeah, true. And who, who the fuck said that? Like, you know, come, come give us a rant because that's shit. Anyway, but going back to it, going back to what you're saying, um, Q, where, where I disagree with you is, do you get a half and half top? Do you pay ninety quid for? No, you get you either wear your Arsenal top or you wear your really really shit Man United away top. I like the red top by the way, the Arsenal, uh, the Man United one. Um, so I, I kind of sit there, half and half scarf. Only time you wear it is to either be garroted or set fire to. That's, that's so that. listen, I'm, I will tell you my half and half story. Years and years ago, I was working in the travel industry, and I when Man United got to the European Cup final, played Bayern Munich in Barcelona. One what they won was sharing them in skulls. Um, I booked loads of... I was booking a trip, basically, for United fans to go out and see it. 
and one person from our company went and bought me back a half and half scarf, right? This is when oh. they weren't really a thing. It was Bayern Munich and it was Man United. Um, you know, they bought me back as a souvenir. I thought it was quite a nice gesture. And um, then I got duped by the German girl I worked with because I quite fancied her and I gave it away to her. And it's probably worth a lot of money after that. So that's probably where my bitterness comes from, to be quite fair, from, from that moment. Um, yeah, I'm going to cry for a little while now. Right. What, like, half and half scarves? No, I fucking want them. I've got a good one, actually. It just says, fuck off Chelsea and Todd Bowley. From from Jake, Jake C, G, A, yeah, Jake C, G, A, D, D. Fuck off Chelsea and Todd Bowley. Straight to the point. No messing around. Oh, Rowley Bowley. Rowley Bowley. He's doing well, though, isn't he? He's El, doing well, Todd Bowley. Junior Furpo as well. Not O wants to leave, so he can fuck off. Adam's medical ongoing at Chelsea, so he can fuck off. Anyone else who wants to leave can also fuck off. Like I'm, I'm, I'm liking Mr. Furpo. I mean, I'm feeling, I'm feeling. His it, doesn't he play left back for Leeds? I don't, I don't know. I think he does. Yeah. Junior Furpo. Um, listen, I want to go back down to to League Two again, if that's all right, just briefly. Yeah. Because I've also stumbled across the wonder that is Doncaster Rovers fans this week. Um, they're not, they're not having a good time at the moment. They are as bottom as bottom could be. They're even lower than Colchester right now. You know, and that that's saying something. Um. So this is going back to um, last weekend. Doncaster lost at home, I believe, 3-1 to Notts County. Don't quote me if that wasn't quite right, but they definitely lost. Um, Dakin, who is Jack Dakin, number eight in, in his family, um, sent, in a, a fan, uh, sent in a couple of tweets. Faults for the Doncaster fan who got, ki- who got nicked, sorry, not kicked, for getting his knob out and flashing it whilst we were walking to the ground. How to get on the register in one second. And then Woody, <laughs> ironically enough, commented, was he at the bottomless brunch? <laughs> to which Ethan, cube, Ethan, who is cubic 4015-2, says, average Doncaster resident. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then tell, 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 MTB said, still, Maybe for the best after losing 3-1 to County. <laughs> so he's looking on the bright side. Um, and then afterwards, there was someone called Rob Muir, um, who, is a, 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 who is a Notts County fan, should have said to the Doncaster fan, who must have been in his late 30s, consoling his son on the way out by saying quite loudly, at least we are not scabs. I hope you have a really shitty night. Well, look, let's deconstruct that. Let, let, hmm. I just got to... Because mum, I'm... I'm Kind of trying to figure that one out. So first and foremost, let's just deconstruct that ever so slightly. Bottomless brunch, right? So the guy, who the fuck goes to a bottomless brunch? That's number one, right? That's number one is who's going to a bottomless brunch. You're either going to the game or you're not. Like, you know, the fucking bottomless brunch. The other one was a bloke with his knob out going to the football, who then was he... And people actually ask him, was he at the bottomless brunch? So is there, like, more than one of these fuckers going around doing this? Maybe this is a thing in Doncaster that we're not aware of. What are you thinking, Q? I feel sick. (laughs) Because of what part, specifically, is making you feel... No, not so good right now. Well, the, the the what seems like a regular occurrence, by the way that this has been 
Like, put oh, yeah, forward or trade was that Dave just, at the Caesar's salad you know like, yeah was, was someone like, essentially exposing themselves at a bottomless brunch all I keep thinking is I just I wouldn't want to touch anything yeah it just <laughs> sounds horrible and what's what the fuck is going on in Doncaster well it gets worse if I may just it. let you on in a couple of little bits so um I did do a little bit of um, looking into it. So Doncaster have got a chief executive called Gavin Baldwin. Okay. And Doncaster fans are pretty much unhappy because he doesn't sound like he knows much about football in general. But instead of also calling Doncaster Rovers, Doncaster Rovers, he has a penchant for calling them Club Doncaster, which seems to basically rile the shit up everyone, especially someone called Jake at Laffy 25. Laffy 25 He's definitely not laughing. So um, BBC Sheffield posted an interview with uh, Mr. Baldwin where he did um, comment that Club Doncaster was the name of the club for a couple of times, Club Doncaster. So Jake's put, what a bumbling crock of shit that is. And that's 30 seconds of the interview. Can't even confidently say Doncaster Romulus. Fuck Club Doncaster. Fuck Baldwin. And fuck the board. Someone who doesn't know football in charge of a football club. Hashtag madness. <laughs> and then and then a couple of tweets later on down the word, Jakey Laffy, Jake at Laffy25 comes back. And while I'm on the subject of fuck you, this one goes out to Club Doncaster. Load of wank. Fuck you. Hashtag DRFC. <laughs> I don't think the hashtag DRFC is really. I don't know why you need to put that it? in the end. Not I would really. have liked to the fact if he would have put hashtag Club Doncaster. I think that would have been much more funnier. Yeah. yeah it would have ended on that. So it, all I'm thinking is we might need to. What's Sorry? the name of the chairman? Gavin Baldwin. I mean, at least it's not Alec Baldwin going around shooting their photographers. Yeah, that is true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think she was an assistant. From, from... I think we need to get up to Doncaster. Something's happening up there. Some stuff, some some real stuff's happening up I'm, in Doncaster. I'm quite scared. Right I ain't going for the bottomless brunch. Like, I, I'm just, I'm honestly not doing that. I'm not doing that. I've got to say, I've only been to Doncaster once. I stayed overnight for a wedding, and it's not somewhere I'd rush back to, to be fair. Well, especially for the bottomless brunch, like again, you know, but what can you say? What, what, what can you actually say? But I think I can top this one, mate. I think I can top this one, if I'm honest with you. There was a little tweet from Southampton, right, that came out. Now they're doing really well. Not said nothing like a winner in added time. And there's a guy called Macaulay Stubbs, right, at Macaulay um, on on Twitter, come out and just went fuck off Plymouth inbred cunts. Right, straight straight to the point. And then there's a guy called John Stokes right above it. It says, with all due respect, will Plymouth our goal, please fuck off. Right. <laughs> so, what is the I'm point just... in the all due respect? Yeah. yeah. Right. There's no respect there whatsoever. No, that's that's a bit like, there's, there's a key set of those phrases, isn't there, that don't mean anything. It means yeah. something negative is coming next. Things like, no offence, but. But. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, you know, the real key one, which no one likes. I'm not a racist. But, but, but yeah, you are, yeah, you are, you are actually a racist. So, so, but we have, we have one or two um, others. I'm just sorry, I'm just two sets. We're just just trying to find the. Because um, Plymouth actually got a lot of stick the last couple of weeks. It's not been really good in Plymouth, and I quite like Plymouth actually. They've had an okay start to the season. They back in the championship. They're not, you know, putting up any trees, but they're doing all right. They. To, unlike, unlike Chelsea, neither are they pulling up any trees at the minute as well. No, not at all. They can't even beat them. Cool, boys. Now, if you want to just continue on, I'm going to... Um, oh, here we go. Here we go. 
So, uh, at, at, at your own pace, Chapo. Don't worry, we're okay. We're all right. There's another one called. Uh, so, so there's another one that says. Um, <laughs> fuck Jesus Christ. So there's a guy called Jim Wiltshire. Right, Jim Wiltshire. That's a very happy man with his wife there. She looks like she's imported from Russia. Um, and he just said, "Fuck off, Plymouth. Fuck off, Ip- Ipswich. Fuck off, Wednesday." Right. There's a guy, right? So there's another. Is guy. that the football team or the day? I have no idea. I have no idea. There's a guy called Kieran PFC Twenty. Um, fuck off, Plymouth. And then there's a guy called Twitcher Spud. Just tweeted for Plymouth Council to fuck off. To fuck off about bragging about killing plants and wiping out diversity. And cheeky bastard Twatter comes up asking me if I'm sure I want to say those naughty words. Well, I'm sure I want to say thank you. And fuck off and fuck all of you. I don't think that's specifically football related, but I'm okay with it. That's brutal. <laughs> so there's a lot going on in Plymouth as well, which I thought was quite funny. Um, so I'm going to finish this up with one. I've got one. In fact, I've got one that came in for a good good friend of mine, John Fitzy, Bolton fan, just said, Derby County, go fuck yourself. Thought that was a good one. Straight to the point. No, no messing around. Good one on you, Fitzy. Um, our old, our old Anok has got back to us. Anok, the Middlesbrough fan, he's got back. Oh, he said, "For fuck's God. sake, boys!" He said, "For fuck's sake, boys!" When I spoke about diarrhea, it was metaphorically speaking. I mean, the logistics of filling a vat of shit is next level. But I still stand <laughs> with what I said. That I said, Carrick is a stinking love stick that was butt fucked by West London wank stains at a QPR. Like, really, I'm six foot one. So, please, it's a metaphor for the frustration I feel when that massive, fishy, fanny, big, chi- uh, big chin chav leads my beautiful team out. Fantastic. Listen, boys, I know we're almost at the top of the hour, so it's almost time to finish. But I want to finish on something a little bit, a little bit lighter, if that's okay. Just one more thing I want to share with you. As I said, I've got a few more things that people have sent in that I've not had time to read out. But it was something that I saw on Twitter this week that a friend of mine actually was involved in that just made me chuckle. So um, this is not really football related, but it kind of is linked. Um, BBC News in the UK had tweeted out that there's the World Gravy Wrestling Championship held in Rossendale this week. Okay. I like that. So um, a friend of mine um, retweeted this and looped in at Bet365, at Skybet, (laughs) at um, Betway, all these other betting posts. Can I please get a price on Sam Allardyce, please? (laughs) And to be fair to them, Bet365 said, we have forwarded your request onto our review trading team. They will be in touch. And apparently they did get in touch and gave him odds on Sam Dallardyce to be the World Gravy Wrestling Champion yeah. this year. A couple of things. Gravy Wrestling. <laughs> well, uh, uh, it sounds like the most northern thing I've ever heard in my life. Rossendale. So it's Rossendale near, is it, is it near Doncaster? Well, Rossendale sounds like it should be in Lord of the Fucking Rings. <laughs> who lives there the fucking elves what the fuck elf it, bones we're back to elf bones again and it's just uh, again it sounds disgusting like what, what the people people up north Rossendale is be- Rossendale is between Rochdale and Burnley just for uh, oh it's gravy capital of the world it's, it's literally I mean they call that gravy country don't yeah. they really it sounds gravy funny. train they actually have a gravy train there it literally is a train <laughs> full of gravy <laughs> 
It sounds fucking third world. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, Allardyce is not doing much at the moment. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fucking Big Sam gravy wrestling. But it's oh. it's gravy wrestling, not gravy eating. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like eating worms, isn't it? That's Allardyce. But um, do you think the, it's the gravy war? Do you think is it hot? Like, yeah, what's the deal with the gravy? I don't know. I mean, do you want to go up to Rossendale this week and check it out? See what's going on? Mate, I, no. I've never wanted anything less in my life. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. blame you, to be I'm honest. Much, I mean, I'd much rather be in the vat with Anog, if I'm honest with you. Um, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I'd, I'd choose the gravy over that one. Yeah, I think I there. might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, we've come to the end of Rantasia Mark II. Um, quick thoughts on how that went. Dr. Q, are we happy this week? Are we cross any lines, any barriers? Nah. Great. Chapo. I think Thoughts? I, I think I think we set the tone with the half and half scarfs. I'm pleased. We've covered that. That's that's done and dusted. So um, you know, anybody gets in there. I think uh Plymouth Argyle, a lot of hate for Plymouth Argyle right now, um, if I'm honest with you. Um and uh yeah, they they were one of <laughs> as always. Anog, you know, Anog giving it some as well. Always good to always good to hear from Middlesbrough family, but another amazing session with some amazing people. So listen, boys, we've got plenty to cover. Like I literally scratched the surface with what I've got this week. I'm sure many of it will wait. Uh, for the people who sent in stuff to us, please keep sending it in. Please keep sharing those tweets, and obviously, please keep sharing our podcasts. You know, we really, really do appreciate. It. We've had some really good reactions and some great feedback to the episodes that we've released so far. Um, and this literally is just the beginning. We have got so much more um, that's going to be coming to you over the, the weeks and months and, and, and hopefully years. So um, do spread the word, do send us a likes, do subscribe, do download, give us a review. That'll be nice as well. Uh, if you're liking it, tell us you're liking it. If you don't, you know, don't, please don't tell us, you know, we, we will get really offended and we'll probably start to cry. Um, you wear a half what, and half scarf if you do. Yeah, especially don't do a, a half and half scarf. Um, anything you'd like to leave us with, El Chapo? Other than, uh, please remember, you know, uh, shouter at footballranter.com. You know, you've got the numbers, send us an email. Come on. I'm getting some really good stuff coming in. Some of it really is actually over the limit and probably is going to get me arrested. So they're deleted. But I'm hoping that we can start to um, see uh, a few more provocative messages coming in, like Anog and, uh, of course, John Fitzy, my mate. Fantastic, boys. Once again, boys, absolute pleasure to be in your company. We will see you next time. Hashtag Marmite Piss. Good night.